0: Keep in mind that you'll have true happiness, true fulfillment, not living to get, but living to give. That is a quote by Joel Osteen.
1: Welcome to Trina Talk. Trina Talk is a weekly podcast that will inspire inspire, and
0: empower women of all ages to strive for the impossible. Your host, Trina L. Martin
1: from Trinamartin.com, is a motivational speaker, leader, and cybertech expert. Every week, Trina will share wisdom gained from her life experiences and
0: lessons learned while pursuing her goals to inspire you to achieve the next level in your life. Now, your host, Trina L. Martin. Hello, welcome to Trina Talk. I am your host, Trina L. Martin, and this is episode 91. The topic of this week's episode is, are you on a journey to fulfillment? My guest this week is Nick Mann. Nick is the host of the Don't Quit podcast, where he provides motivation and productivity tips in under 10 minutes. He is also the owner of Typo Prints. Where he makes dreamers into doers through motivational prints. He has also authored a children's book. Hi, Nick. Welcome to Trina Talk.
1: Hey, thank you for having me, Trina.
0: Thank you. So I'm very curious and interested to get into our conversation. Um, but to start off, why don't you go ahead and tell the listeners who you are and how you come to be the person that you are today?
1: Uh, yes, I am Nick Mann. I reside in Tacoma, Washington State. That's uh, about 90 minutes south of Seattle. And I've been born and raised here my entire life. Uh, I come from a graphic design background. I'm very creative about a lot of visual arts. I've become c- accustomed to even writing. And how I've gone throughout my life from doing a lot of freelance work to a lot of local agencies and then taking upon myself my own ventures with Typo Print, which is make making uh, motivational prints for dreamers and to doers. As so well as I moved on to creating the podcast, uh, the Don't Quit podcast. To uh, all the people who are able to want to learn about how to be productive, how to be more mo- motivational. That's definitely has inspired my own work about who I am and how I progress in my life.
0: Okay, well, you know, let's talk first about your business typo prints because before we connected, I believe I've come across your website because I, I do like the motivational, inspirational um, graphics and things like that. How did you come about doing? Because it's it's kind of successory type of theme, but it's not. It's different. Um, it's more um, artistic. And, and it's funny because I have a daughter who's very artistic. She draws and and paints. And um, so I'm very keen on when I see artwork. How did you come to do this? What made you decide to open up your own business doing this?
1: Yeah, a lot of it uh, came from my own ability to learn about typography, which is the study of type. It's using different fonts and expressions of that to be able to showcase into an art form and that was just my weakest part of being a graphic designer and i always to a lot of my uh professor telling me to that's something that i should work towards is making uh these motivational prints and because i was something that i, I really was into because that's how I, I like to improve myself so and uh once I started showing off to the people on social media, I get a lot of interest based on that f- for people who want to purchase it. And so I kind of just put it all together to realize like there's a demand for it. And my uh, I'm also thankful for my university was uh, specializes in print, so I definitely had to, to school a skill set to be able to make uh, a type of print happen.
0: Wow. Now, what, mm-hmm. I know you say you have a graphic design background. What were you doing? Now is this are you running this business full time or and what did you did you leave corporate in a job to do this? How did how did that all come about and what made you decide to say, you know, I'm I'm leaving if you left a job, I'm leaving to do my own thing.
1: Uh, so I wouldn't say Typo Prince is my soul uh purpose right now it does is because i do a lot of other things because also my passions is all over the place like right now um uh, i g- got done with children books i've self-published I mean, i'm even currently <laughs> process of writing my own book i still do a lot of freelance work not that i actively seek it all the time but it definitely happens and i i enjoy the process of what comes with that uh yeah um See, in the process, like I never actually quit any job about the process of typo prints because it was, it was just always there for me whenever I was not working. Mm -hmm. And I, the longest full-time job I've ever had in my life was three months. Mm. Yeah. So my life has always just been kind of hectic about one process to another. It was you know, just kind of like you always had to deal with whatever was available for my life. Uh that's the reason why I always loved Type of prints because it was the only constant in my life.
0: Wow. Wow. And it's and it's I guess it's a creative outlet. Now you say you have a lot of different passions. So you you're mm-hmm. an author, you do the graphic design, and you're freelancing as a I guess a graphic artist. Um mm-hmm so what other, what other things do you do? What other, um, and what other, um, let's just say, what unusual hobbies do you have that no one would think that someone like you coming with your experience and background would have?
1: Uh, man, probably my, my, (laughs) it's funny. Like when I talk about like how I, I love doing stuff with children. Of course, like, I volunteer to uh, help out summer camps and nonprofits with children and stuff like that. And, you know, there's definitely a lot of the, the other hobbies that I'm just, like, so passionate about. It, it becomes more of, like, a teller about, like, what do I have time for and what do I have energy? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've also been, like, doing so much self-improvement on myself over the several years. It's, it's been a whirlwind. You know, I probably lost like over 30 pounds in the past year, stuff like that. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's, it's just a lot of things like that, just both mental, physical,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, spiritual.
0: So it sounds like you're going through your own personal journey right now of self-discovery and, um, I guess, fulfillment?
1: Yes. I've never been happier, as well as never knew how much of where my path in my life is going forward. Mm. I feel like I definitely have the most clarity in my life.
0: Wow. And and let's talk about that. Let's talk about how, how you came to get To that clarity. And what were you doing before? Because you say you have a lot of passions Were you kind of just going from one thing to the other, um, thinking that that would bring you happiness. How, how were you going about life?
1: Man, uh, it was—it felt very aimless. A lot of my youth years, just because of I was so passionate about a lot of different things, that it was always is the grass greener on the other side. So as you probably would figure, like, well, it's kind of like hard because there's so many other things I could be doing. You know, could I've been a full-time teacher? Could I've been a full-time chef? You know, and it's easy to think like, would my life be better if I did that or not? And I think I just come to terms that, like, no. No, everything I did was for, for an actual reason that I cannot regret.
0: Mm. Now, how long did it take you to get to that point? Because similar to you, I've kind of gone through this, the same type of journey. Um, Probably about mm, 10 years ago, I I was doing that self-work and realized, you know what, what I had been doing was, was not fulfilling me and I wasn't happy. So I really started to get to know myself and learning what, I wanted to do and what made me happy. What was the thing that made you say, this is how I want to change my
1: life? I would say it was just three years ago. That's when I already felt that everything that I need to do needs to be for my future self. Because I guess you can say it's kind of like a quarter midlife crisis of my life that whatever I'm doing now is definitely going to affect my future now. And I've been always been future focused Mm -hmm. now more so than ever, because it's actually becoming a more apparent as I'm getting older. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I, I, (laughs) I know how that is. It's definitely living on intention is definitely um, very important. So tell us about your children children's book and i want to know about some of your other passions but tell us about your your book cuz you said you just self-published correct
1: yes mm-hmm. yeah so my process of lava is just based on what the things that i enjoyed the most when i was a kid Lava was animals mm-hmm. yeah i'm a big fan of animals and zoos they're always were amazing
0: now is that the title of your book what?
1: no uh the t- uh the title is uh it's it's called everyone eats. Mm-hmm. and It's kind of, kind of like yeah, no. It's kind of more on the yeah. These how animals how they, how do they, you know how they go about eating. Hmm. Uh,
0: so you you like animals because I I did hear some animals in the background there. Do you have like a little farm that you you live on or what?
1: Yeah, it's my neighbors have a rooster.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I was hearing that yeah so so tell me about that so again, from graphic designer to author that's a that's a little journey there. Had you always wanted to write a book, what made you do that?
1: Oh, it's just uh kind of a combination of one my art style fits very well for cho- for children's illustrations as well as two is. I wanted to see as a if I could do it. It was it was more of a self challenge. Hmm. And then third is, of course, you know, passionate about you know inspiring other children. As I was inspired as when I was a child.
0: Mm-hmm. So tell me, since you're on this journey of fulfillment, and you said you're at mm-hmm. a place in your life now where you're happier than where you've ever been, tell the listeners about some of the things that you have encountered during your life and how you've overcome them to and finally decided that you wanted to get to a point where you were self-reflecting and taking a deeper look at your life and yourself to become better for your life going forward.
1: Yeah. So the process of it all is definitely knowing what do i like doing most and that was doing with typo prints and figure out where the process in my life that way like, can i strive towards more towards that and have everything aligned with it that's that's definitely the biggest uh thing hurdle of my laptop i'm going through right now is to be able to circumvent all from one single passion instead of having so many and then being stressed out and lost between them all trying to juggle them all and Try to feel some sort of fulfillment from each and every one of them because of that.
0: Mm -hmm. So now you're, are you going to focus more on maybe one or two things that you're really passionate about? Um, What are you doing to kind of calm that madness that you had going on?
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm scaling back. I don't foresee myself making any more children's books, not just because. I don't like doing it. It's just that I need to scale back from like what my other passions about based on it and not just do it because it feels like a job because I want to do it because I feel like it makes me happy and fulfilling.
0: Mm. Now getting back to typo print, the cause I'm mm-hmm. looking at your site now, the prints that you, the artwork that you're doing. Um, do you just like, how do you come about, finding something and deciding it to turn it into artwork
1: Oh yes definitely love is inspiration from other past quotes or other visuals that i felt that could just be so much better Hmm. I know you probably have seen like everyone's seen like some motivational quotes of some like Gandhi and Steve jobs and such like that, but they were always so plain. <laughs> One of a big inspiration was to see like all the things from Hobby Lobby and realize like someone needs to do a better job in this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I felt like that, that was my place for what I was learning as a graphic designer of being a visual problem solver. Uh, how can I make these really, you know quotes about these you know passionate things about what your fears are what your passions are you know and how to present them in a way that you want to express in your house or your office how you want to show it to your family to your colleagues you know Mm. it's about you know feeling empowerment something that you want to show off not feel like that you just have you have it like in some folder right you know you you look every now and then something that you can really show off because you know motivational quotes are only as powerful as much as you remember it and apply it to our life
0: that is true and you know it's funny you brought up hobby lobby and yeah i've gone through there i love hobby lobby and they do they have the quotes but sometimes you're like oh i wish it was this way instead of just being like you know a, Mm -hmm. a wood block you know you're like okay
1: yeah. yeah, sometimes they just do like the whole uh, Vetica font and just call it a day. And I feel like they could do so much more.
0: Yeah, exactly. So now I know it says print. So are all of your things mm-hmm. prints or do you have like Hobby Lobby, like things that are like on wood or.
1: Nope, j- nope just, um, just a print. Wall decoration. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, there have been times I've been thinking about like apparel and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but it's just been kind of difficult to be able to manage for all that process in my life. Like the more I scale back on these certain things and do more what I originally started with, the more clarity I have. So.
0: Yeah. And that's a good strategy not to, you know, clog your, your brain on trying to do many things when you know you're good at and is working for the one thing that you're doing so that's that's good wow so and okay so what are some of your other um passions so we did you, you know your children's book you love animals the designs um yeah and how did you and just, okay so hold that thought how did you get into graphic designing is this something that you've always been talented in or how did you how did you come to be a graphic designer
1: It's actually funny because I would say I started more so later than my peers did I didn't start drawing or anything artistic till I was 16 hmm. So I know and it kind of just came naturally to me I, it's really weird because most people who are who are creative and artistic they start at a very young age mm-hmm. and I never I, I was, I just never really felt that appealing or I would say as I never really tried, I would say.
0: Hmm. Really? You know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's interesting because as I mentioned before, my daughter, she's artistic. And from the time that she could hold a pencil, she was drawing and we knew then, you know, it wasn't just like scribble scrabble. It was actual, wow, this actually looks good. So we knew from early, 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 that that's what, her talent was. So it's just amazing that you were 16 and I mean, I'm pretty sure you, you know, you were doing things before that, but you just decided to, I guess, hone your craft. So like me, I don't have a creative bone in my body. So me drawing something is like a stick figure. That's the best I can do. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah.
1: yeah, as you find out that I, I'm so passionate about the things that I enjoy and then I get really good at. And if I'm not passionate about it, then I I pretty much don't do at all. So that was, that was kind of how it was in my life, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't so much that I was never necessarily bad at it. It's just, I had no passion to be good at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what are your other passions that you feel that you're really good at? And what things, since you've, you're getting clarity, what things have you said, I'm going to do better in my life? And what things have you said, you know what? I think I can, give that a rest
1: i definitely say a lot of things i'm giving a rest on are things that don't serve my future self you know usually it's going everywhere online like social media and news and stuff like that and realize like a lot of it doesn't really pertain to my life or it's gonna make my life better mm-hmm You know, it it feels like you're actively doing something, but at the same time, it doesn't achieve anything. And it's just such a, such a a difficult beast to kind of tackle because you feed into it and you realize that it already takes up a lot of your life and where you want to go. You know, like when you look at any successful person, like are they developing in that You know, they they really aren't. And it's not about, you know, it's about consuming all this media content, but it's also more about creating. And that's something that that I'm trying to be more about is less consuming and more creating. Mm -hmm.
0: And you, you sound like you're very intentional on what you're doing in your life. Can you tell the listeners, how do you go about your day and what you decide, like you mentioned some things and I totally agree. Like I don't watch the news and I'm not just sitting scrolling on social media. Um, Tell the listeners how you decided to say, you know what I'm living intentionally and what your day looks like as far as what you go about to get your, um, to follow through on getting things accomplished.
1: My apologies. Can you repeat that?
0: With you, it sounds like you're intentional with what you do in your life. Can you tell us what your day looks like and how you go about accomplishing the things that you accomplish during your day?
1: Yes. I set goals of what I want to do, for not only for the day, but also for the full week. And that's how I've been able to keep track of the things I want to do with Typo prints and other passionate things that are kind of come up in my life and set these deadlines. So you have to do this. Stuff like that, so time blocking is really huge on that aspect. Uh, like what parts of the days that I can develop two to three hours, and that's just all I'm doing. And a lot of it is just mastering the mornings and the nights because everything else in the middle of the days can be very out of your hands. But the morning and the, the nights is how you have the most control of.
0: Mm, that's actually mm-hmm. very very interesting. You say that, yes. Yes. Oh, wow. I mean, just, yes, so much. I mean, it's just very, like I said, I'm very interested in especially people on the creative side of things because I'm not creative. That's one of those things. Cause I'm a more of a linear person and analytical, whereas the creative side, it kind of, you know, I guess if I sit down and put, you know, my, like you said, if it's something I want to do, I can do it, but it's not something that comes naturally easy to me. Um, So yeah, you guys have a totally different thought process and how you think. And I think it's I think it's pretty cool.
1: Yes, yeah. (laughs) You know, it's it's definitely a practice.
0: (laughs) Okay, so so Nick, we're gonna get into our questions. Are you ready?
1: Yes, I'm ready. Okay.
0: Who or what motivates you?
1: Oh, man. Probably the biggest motivation is my mom. I feel she definitely has the discipline that I learned from the most about what is to take care of yourself and take care of others. Okay.
0: What demotivates you?
1: Uh, Pretty much is any kind of negativity that makes you feel like you can doubt yourself. Is this, you know? Is this the best I can do? Could I have done more? I feel like those kind of things that they devaluate some of my, my life about where I want to go and how I want to be because I can be very confident about my work that I want to show off and then just work that I don't do as well. And then I feel less likely to succeed in that.
0: Hmm. When was the time... That something was said or done to hurt you, but it worked for your
1: good. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I've been talked a lot about uh, my parents a lot. Look like Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, so, and that, that's kind of the thing about how I'm able to roll with any, any negativity. I also get a lot of criticism about my work. It definitely happens a lot, just because everyone has opinion about something, even if they're not uh, knowledgeable about it, it. It definitely happens, and you kind of have to take it in stride and know, like, when is cri- actual criticism of the feedback, and some of it that you can just ignore.
0: Mm-hmm. What is your fear?
1: Uh, my biggest fear is that I'm I'm not going to live my life to the fullest.
0: Hmm. Is there a time when you wish you had done something that you didn't?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I do feel, I feel like there's a lot more things that I could say to my grandma if she was still alive. Yeah. Uh, So many passionate things that she was about with her life, about her writing and, I kind of wish that I showed more of my writing with her because she would definitely be more, uh, definitely super interested in that. So that's something I would, I would change if I could.
0: Hmm. Is there a time that you wish you had not done something?
1: No, I actually can safely say no, because everything I've done has maybe where I am today. So I can't say I have any regrets.
0: Okay, what is your definition of success?
1: Um, my definition of success is uh, sharing your skills to everyone available.
0: Okay, how do you recharge?
1: I recharge the most uh, through calm music, reading, yoga, definitely these activity leisures that help your mind and body keep going, as well. You know about how you can rest. So it's always about important to know when to rest and like when to be productive. Mm.
0: What are you awesome at?
1: I would say my creativity. It's the the strongest skill set that I have and the most I can rely on.
0: What legacy do you want to leave?
1: I want to be the reason that kids can graduate from uh from the creative side and not feel like they have to justify what they're doing. And to expand on that is to more about you should be proud of being an artist, about being creative and how you want to showcase in the world and not have anyone doubt you or feel like you're inferior for not, cho- not choosing something else. Mm-hmm. That's very important.
0: Give the listeners one motivational takeaway.
1: Yeah, my favorite quote is from Oscar Wilde, and it's about 10% of life is what happens and 90% of life is how we we react to it.
0: Mm -hmm. That's so true. Um, Tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you and how they can um, purchase your prints or your book or whatever else you have going on.
1: Yes. Uh, the best way to contact me is through email. It's nick at tapoprints.com. That is nick at T-Y-Y-P-O com, as well as visiting typoprints.com for all the prints. Uh, all my books are available on Amazon. You can search my name, a Nick Mann. Uh, that is N-I-C-K-M-A-N-N. As well as I'm available, as well as typoprints on all social media platforms.
0: Okay. You know, and did, we didn't talk about your podcast. So t- tell us before we leave about your podcast.
1: Oh, yes. Yes, my po- uh, yeah, the Don't Quit podcast. That created uh, about 2 years after Typo Prints. And the process of that was be able to create uh, wonderful content to my visitors of who wants to learn more about Typo Prints. It was it was a combination of myself and how I want to self improve. You know, a lot of the, the topics of the motivation and productivity that I talk about is based on all problems that I have and how I want to improve.
0: Mm. Wow. Well, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on Trina Talk today. And um, your, like I said, your cre- creativity is amazing. I'm looking at your prints and the fact that you have a passion for children and you want to do um things that help inspire them. It's, it's something that is very near and dear to me. And I, I, I love people who want to give back, especially to the children. So I, I thank you for that.
1: Yes, thank you for having me, Trina.
0: If you like Trina Talk, please don't forget to go out to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving, because success is a journey, not a destination. You can listen to Trina Talk anytime and anywhere. It's available on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and all other places that you can listen to podcasts. If you like the podcast, please don't forget to go to iTunes to subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you have questions for me or need inspiration on how to go to the next level, tweet me directly at Trina L. Martin.